Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, re-announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales. And I'm here with you again another week to talk more about the world of professional wrestling and well if you're watching this on video a big thank you you can watch this on the chairshots.com's youtube channel but also well this podcast is a proud member of the chairshot radio network which can be found on the chairshot.com the chairshot.com always use your head And so whether you're watching this or listening to this, again, a big thank you. Uh, This podcast, along with others from the ChairShot Radio Network, are also available on other podcast streaming platforms like Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. There's definitely a lot more, but I just forget them all. So uh, we'll we'll follow up. We'll circle back to that at another time. But those are the main ones. And of course, YouTube and thechairshot.com. So make sure you are listening to this podcast and others from the Chairshot Radio Network. And as many of you know, well, I have a co-host for the show. I don't do it alone, mainly because I don't run all of the button bars and the recordings. Uh, just, just too much for me. Um, but who does do that and is also one of my dear friends, the kingpin of the chairshot.com, the man himself, Greg DeMarco. This is such good shit. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, indeed. I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for. Oh, okay. Continuing. You know, okay. I've just, distra- I'm distracted. Bye. I don't want to say. I'll say, actually, there's a better place for me to say my distraction. So I'm going to hold it. I will reveal the distraction, but there's a better place for me to reveal my distraction. You're okay. not, it has nothing to do with you. No offense, of course. But no, that's fair it's, enough. It's, 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 there's a distraction that will make perfect sense here shortly. And I feel like if I reveal it now, 
Like, okay, I'm, I'm a promoter and a booker, right? I write wrestling shows. There's a perfect time to do certain things. And I feel like there's a much better time to do my distraction than right yeah. now. That's all. Okay. You know what? Fair, fair enough. Uh, glad it's not me, especially for those of you who are watching. The first thing I thought was my hair, something on my face. But if that is not the case. I saw it on you your face. What? Like I, I saw it on your face when I said that. And that's why I had to clarify. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Haven't you. Done anything. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not, not that. Not at no, all. No, no. Yes. You don't have something. Well, you know what, though, Greg? I'm also distracted, but it is by your awesome chair shot t shirt, uh, which you can all find at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. And there you can buy your very own chair shot t shirt today. Uh, I love the t shirt that Greg is wearing. I call it the OG chair shot logo. Uh, is it OG? I'm not sure, but I've always seen that logo and I just consider it OG. So it's yes, OG. Indeed. It's OG. It's OG. Yes, it is the OG chair shot logo. Greg has it in black. I have it in army green and I also have it in soft style. So that. So, you know, that means serious business. When I endorse a shirt, especially in soft style, you know, it has my full commitment. So it's hard to tell. This is actually Navy. This is the oh, Navy. It's Navy. One. It looks black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and is also in soft style and is also my distraction because I saw it on video. So, and I, and I saw the video. I was like, that looks damn good on me. Like literally, that's <laughs> Jesus, what I thought. Dude. Like that's what I thought. I was like, I need to wear the shirt more often. Like it, it's, 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 it shows that I've been working, and and it literally distracted me and got I mean, my own head. I mean, that is that is true. And that's uh, where, I know you've had your and that's your why I say journey. It. You've been that's why I saved it. Gosh, wow. There you, there you go. This man loves. That's just really why he does this show. You know, not only to help me uh, to to help do the editing. It's because this is one of the few shows that actually goes on video, it is. and he can just look at himself for you know an hour and just say, "Damn, I look good." When, when does this show go an hour? I mean, come on. That is okay. So you know, ninety minutes, which of course that makes it even just more reason why he likes to stare at himself. But far be it for me to stop you from selling T-shirts. So please, no, no, of course, yes, because you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your very own chair shot T-shirt and look as fantastic as Greg does in his shirt. But there's also lots of others. There are multiple always use your head logos that you can buy from, of course, T-shirt supporting specific podcasts from the chair shot radio network including the hashtag miranda show like the queen of soft style t-shirt that you can get in not only short sleeve long style but sleeveless uh short sleeve soft style and sleeveless short style no that's not how that works yes yes yeah well soft the tank style. top the tank top the sleeve the, yeah, the, the soft tank, style tops, tank top but i have to keep saying short style it's not short style it's and you said style. long sleeve style at one point yeah Soft style. I mean, it's all part of the style. So short the sleeve, soft. It is hard to say. Short sleeve, yes. soft style, style. or short tank top, sleeve. soft style, or long sleeve, regular style. Regular style. Just, just yes. long sleeve. The, yes, you can get them long sleeve, short sleeve, sleeveless, tank top, style, whatever, you know. Women's I mean, I cut. guess on the website, it will say style. It will no say style, what. yes. Yeah, so we're not wrong. So no. the internet don't come at me. Uh, but either way, all of the ways that we're telling you, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and you can purchase one, two, three shirts if you'd like. Um, they're all looking great and amazing. New shirts are um, added routinely as well. So that way you always have a new variety uh, available to you. So go ahead and check out the chair shot. Doc, or 
ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yes, for those of you who are watching this show, Greg did bust out the IZW World Championship again. Uh, you will be seeing that belt, I, I assume, fairly often on this show. Um, kind so of a if thing. you are an IZW yeah, fan or a fan of championship belts, we will cater to you here on the Hashtag Miranda Show. I mean, your belt is on the show during the entire show. So I mean, it is. This is my replica uh, big old belt. See? It's always here. Just to remind, just to remind me. Mine I'm a is champ. not a replica. Mine is a one of a kind. Well, you know what? We don't all have the fancy budgets that you do to get a real belt, Greg. That's what happens when you run a profitable wrestling show. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's I was like, gonna say you're glow That's bad. Man. I'm. I'm. I mean, if you listen to the Greg DeMarco show, Patrick went all like, "I'm proud of you." He was on very me. sentimental. Like, I, know I, I, know. I, I think that was and, great. And it's 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 actually the latest in a lot of that that I've gotten over the past few weeks, really since Nav Thirty, and it's it's hard to. I had a conversation the other day with somebody, and, and they were like, you know, basically they were like, you're good at this and i was like i yeah i guess i'm gonna have to say that I'm <laughs> yeah good you're at like this. yeah i know like i'm it wasn't but it wasn't like i like i i know it's you know how this business is like and, and patrick said it for years on on the greg demarco show this business it, it attracts people with self-esteem issues and and it's just it's just part of the nature of the business i know i'm pulling yeah. the curtain back too much for everybody and and pulling it and people are going to hear that and it's going to, they're going to get defensive for a second and realize it's true. And so, you know, when, when you're good at something, you just got to own it and, and that's, what's going to take us into the future. So yeah, that's a, it's a legit belt. Yes. Well, it's a very, it's an awesome belt. So I, it's always awesome to see it. Um, and, you know, appreciate the time that you have with it because um, at IZW Monster, uh, Saturday, February 27th, it will go to its new owner, yep. the wrestler who wins Monster, uh, a 13 person uh, rumble. So, yep. I mean, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull that deal and throw myself in there and win the match just because I want to keep the belt. Like, I'm not going to do that. I will part ways. No, with he won't this do belt. that. He will. He really will. So, I understand. Enjoy the time you have with the IZW World Championship because. 
times a ticking. Times a ticking. Now, before we get into this week's subject, which is definitely going to be a heavy hitter, we definitely have some thoughts about what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, you can find us on social media. Uh, me, Miranda Morales, you can find me at the hashtag Miranda on Facebook and Instagram. I'm the Twitterless heroine. So, well, you can't find me on Twitter, but Sometimes you can find me on Twitter at Chairshot Media on the Chairshot's Twitter account. So if you're looking for a Twitter account to follow, follow at at Chairshot Media. You can also follow the Chairshot on Twitter uh, or Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Chairshot Media. And you can find Greg DeMarco uh, as well at Chairshot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, and you should. And yeah, please do. And and it's it's. Different content on all three platforms, at least for me. So you'll get you'll get a little something everywhere. Probably the least on Twitter, but you know what? It's just living my best life. That's why it's the yes. least on Twitter. So that's all right. So tonight's topic is one that's really grown in the past week. And so we're going to backtrack a, a little bit to talk about this. So I, I will preface that uh, this will be a, a kind of not lengthy. We're not going to, to, to bore you, but it's going to be one that has probably a lots of layers and lots of our own individual opinions about this. Um, we know that there's lots of opinions all over the wrestling world about uh, this topic, but we have also different viewpoints as uh, two individuals who watch different wrestling products and have different opinions about what is going on but you know the lot a lot has changed in the one week since uh, our recording of our shit show and that has a lot to do with kenny omega winning the aew world championship that happened last week on the episode on an episode of, of aew dynamite winter is coming which was of course packed with some other things that happened too including sting returning um to tnt television for the first time in 20 plus years but the big surprise at the end of the night was Kenny Omega defeating John Moxley to become the new AEW world champion. Now, this is where the domino effect, the ball starts rolling, the snowball effect, if we want to keep the winter theme going. So as part of, well, how did like, Kenny I like, Omega... I was supposed to say, I, I see what you did there. And I yes, like yes. So as far as how, how this match ended up, uh, an interesting thing happened before the match uh, started, and Don Callis came out uh, in order to be on commentary. And as some of you may or may not know Don Callis, he was uh, previously served on commentary uh, for, I believe, Full Gear not too long ago. Yes. Um, and played more of that commentary role uh, on AEW, but also is an executive at Impact Wrestling and has served in commentary uh, for Impact Wrestling as well. So it was kind of a, a big deal when we saw him on AEW television because that was some of the crossover that we've seen. But also it didn't feel like that big of a deal because we've seen some guest commentators on AEW before. So it just felt probably like, you know, just, just bringing in someone in for the purposes of a match or two and it leading to nothing that big. Well, that was the case until last Wednesday, Don Callis got involved in Kenny Omega's match with John Moxley, uh, providing a distraction where uh, he distracted the ref. John Moxley didn't like that. And so he hit him across the head with a mic. Um, but that was enough of a distraction for Kenny Omega to utilize to then hit John Moxley over the head with a microphone and gain the eventual pin, becoming the new AEW world champion. Um, after that occurred, 
him and Don Callis, well, got the heck out of town, the hell out of town, really, um, with cameras following them, crew members, Tony Khan, you know, wondering what is happening. They escape off to a, I guess, pre-prepared um, SUV. And right before they enter the SUV, Don Callis states that we're going to find out more information on Tuesday night on Impact Wrestling. So he pretty much said on AW television that the next time we were going to see the world champion was not going to be on Dynamite. It was going to be the following Tuesday on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. And ever since then, the world was a buzz. What does this mean for AEW, for Impact? Is this going to be a long-term crossover? What kinds of dream matches would we see? I mean, the buzz came everywhere. Now, this week, we had it today, actually. We record the show on Tuesdays. And so today we had Don Callis and Kenny Omega show up onto Impact Wrestling and continue the story. So that's where I'm going to leave it off for right now. I know Greg is very anxious, and so am I, um, to talk about this because I, I do actively watch Impact Wrestling. I am part of a wrestling review show with Nazir Chambers from Big Gold Belt Media. Um, it's been a, a so awesome experience working with him over this year, but it's also given me the ability to watch Impact on a weekly basis. So as someone who watches Impact regularly, it was great to see Impact's name getting pushed out there, especially for AEW fans that may not be familiar or even fans that haven't watched Impact Wrestling in years since, you know, before it became Impact and back when it was TNA. And so the fact that I've really seen Impact's name out in the in social media and in the wrestling news much more frequently now than, you know, all year has been great as a Impact Wrestling fan. But there's layers to it, not as all as, as it seems. So, Greg, real quick kind of initial thoughts on just what we talked about up to the point of Kenny uh, winning the championship uh, with Don's help. Don mentioning and stating that we were going to find out more on Impact um, and and the buzz around Impact Wrestling over the past week. And I, I'll try to keep it to that uh, to begin with. And that's because yes. I, got, I got plenty there. Um, is the moment it happened, and, and I told you this, and I, I told a lot of people this, all the benefit is on the side of the table of Impact Wrestling. This is not going to boost anything for AEW at all. It, it does nothing for AEW whatsoever. So why do it if you're AEW, right? Why do this if you're AEW? Well, it's simple. Well, two things. Number one, people forget Kenny Omega was very open about the fact that he damn near was signed with Impact over AEW because of Don Gallus. And that, like he said, like it, was, it wasn't WWE or AEW. It was Impact or AEW. Like he wants impact to be successful because of his relationship with Don Callis. Like they have legitimately known each other for 27 years and he's, he's brought him up in the business and booked him in his first match. And, and all that stuff is, is true. Um, this further proves to me what I've said all along that AEW is a vanity project for Kenny Omega, for the young bucks, for Cody Rhodes, and for the biggest money mark in the history of professional wrestling, Tony Khan, like they took Tony Khan's money and they're doing whatever the hell they want. And this is just part of that. There is no good reason for AEW to do this other than the fact that Kenny wants them to. Like, that's really, like, they just gain nothing from this. They gain absolutely zero from this. Impact Wrestling 
gains nearly everything from this. And I'll explain the word nearly later in the topic. But for now, Impact Wrestling gains nearly everything from this. It's going to cause more people to watch Impact Wrestling. It's going to give them more buzz. It's going to give them more eyeballs. It's everything and is in the favor of Impact Wrestling. And AEW gains nothing. And that's what I felt from the beginning. The moment this happened, I was like, well, this is a Kenny Omega vanity thing. That's what this company is. Good for you, Impact Wrestling. There's now yet another person using Tony Khan. I wish we could hop on that train as well. So, yeah, Greg, tell us how you really feel because. Oh, that's coming. We haven't talked about this week's edition of Impact Wrestling yet. I ain't done with Tony Khan. That's why I wanted to do this in phases because I know Greg's thoughts on this uh, throughout today and throughout, you know, previously what what your thoughts on AEW have been. Um, But I want to take this in strides because I feel like there's definitely some good things that have happened and and maybe a few missteps as as well. Um, As I mentioned, I think as a Impact Wrestling fan, it's been great that it has reached out to a wider audience as far as the name. Um, And even prior to that, um, you know, it, it was announced that Impact was going to release this week's episode after it aired on YouTube and Facebook. So that's something that they don't typically do. But because they knew uh, the eyes that were going to be on the product, they were launching it through different platforms. Typically, Impact, you can only see on Access TV or through their Twitch channel. So, you know, pretty limited for, for most fans, not as well are are as widely distributed as say a TNT or Fox or USA. Um, So I I do definitely agree with Greg that there was way more benefits to impact wrestling than there was to AEW as AEW already has, you know, a a big television deal, a, a huge amount of talent, um, you know, the, the support and funding of Tony Khan um, and, and others, whereas impact has really gone through a few iterations and, but it also has been the promotion that when you think they're out, they come back in. So they've been incredibly resilient. And I feel like this year has had a whole new level of resurgence and growth and renovation. Um, Some of that having to do with signing, uh, others who were released from other companies, i.e. WWE, um, some people coming back to the company after extended periods of times, change in, in leaderships, people getting let go, all of that, lots of, of changes, COVID as well. Um, so I do feel like this is a good time for Impact Wrestling to be showcased in a bigger platform. I kind of do lean a little bit in a vanity project, but more as and I don't know, this is the feeling that I got too. And, I, and some of this we'll talk about right now uh, in a few minutes about what actually happened on Impact Wrestling, but this feeling of goodwill. You know, when you donate to charity and you feel really good about yourself for, you know, however X amount of time, I feel like there's this sense of we're helping this smaller promotion run and we just feel so good about ourselves. And you get the warm and fuzzies, but is that really the intention of wanting to help a promotion or is it because you just like the feeling of, of being warm and fuzzy? And the philosophy I think behind AEW too is we are here to contribute to pro wrestling. We're not here to be at war with anyone, but you know what the actions are and you know, the actions and, and the actual storytelling has been very different. I, I, and, and you could tell every week by the shots that they pull. Um, and we even got that again today uh, in, 
lots of shots at the at the E. Um, and so you kind of wonder, is it just more of like when you do a makeover for your friend who's like maybe not that like cute, but like you're thinking like, oh, my God, this is really going to boost your self-esteem. Like I kind of almost think like AW is that person to impact. Like, oh, my gosh, we're going to make you look so good and so cute to all these fans. And, you know, but is it really are you doing that because you truly have the intention of helping or do you want are you making yourself feel better about your involvement and role in pro wrestling? And I know that's a very that can be a very decisive opinion. But again, some of the tone here, and I don't know if it was fully gimmicky or not. I, but if that's even the case, then, then you know, they, they did a good job on that. Because I think that, as we'll discuss in a moment, the vibe of this, too, was like, oh, look at Impact Wrestling. You're so cute. You're so like, oh, gosh, you have all these people. But like, you're not like us, right? Like, you're not like as good as us. And, and if that's really what a partnership is supposed to look like you know, why, why is it playing at that level outside of really, you know, trying to showcase a war, but then you're also, you know, trying to sell a partnership too. So very confusing. I'm very, very mixed signals. I'm a little, I'm a little confused, but I have to admit it it was very exciting heading into impact wrestling. I mean, we talked about this too. I mean, we knew that the eyes were going to be on impact wrestling as far as the distribution was being wider. People were talking about it on social media. Um, I'm sure they got lots of requests for, for this episode. So, uh, and we did get it. So this week's episode of impact wrestling started off, well, almost in a bizarro world where it started off with, uh, Kenny Omega and his match from last week's Dynamite. So it had nothing to do with Impact Wrestling. It had everything to do with AEW. And as we'll talk about too in a second, there was some stuff that was, you know, AEW content on Impact Wrestling, which felt very weird as a fan to watch. Um, but the show started off highlighting everything that we just covered. Kenny Omega winning the championship, Don Callis' involvement, and in his announcement that we were going to find out more tonight on Impact. And then we get to a shot of the back lot of Nashville, and the facilities in Nashville, and it was a big tour bus there that had taken up a huge chunk of the building's parking lot, and that's where Kenny Omega and Don Callis were. So they weren't even stepping inside the Impact Zone, which I – pretty much called. I knew we were not, not going to, and I still highly doubt we'll ever see Kenny in a impact zone or an impact ring. But uh, that was how what we started off. And so we had the night kind of go as normal. You, We had our first opening match, um, which was Josh Alexander versus uh, Chris Sabin, which was a, a great match. Um, and then you had a, a few in between. But before we get to Kenny Omega's uh, uh, and Don Callis's announcement, we had an internal commercial, a little plug uh, by Tony Schiavone and Tony Khan. Uh, Tony starts off saying that they had purchased airtime on Impact Wrestling to promote AEW. And the two of them discuss, you know, uh, the AEW card for this week uh, that apparently... Tony said there was a rumor that he was going to buy AEW, uh, that uh, Impact Wrestling, you know, he's heard it. They have some, you know, great wrestlers, a nice division, including uh, a tag team division, which alludes to some rumors that have been speculating about some more cross promotion between the two companies. But it was this very kind of cheesy 80s vibe or early 90s commercial. It wasn't anything super formal. And it almost sounded very gimmicky, like in character. So I, I know Greg's eyes are, are rolling. I could hear them roll. 
So again, we're taking this in chunks. Tell us what your thoughts were on the opening segment of Impact it re- revolving around uh, Kenny's win and then the AEW commercial by the Tonys. The opening segment, which is stupid. Like, it just served no purpose for Impact whatsoever, other than to show that it's subpar compared to AEW, just from a production value standpoint, from everything. Like, it doesn't compare. And, and they've been at it for years, whereas Impact... You know, AEW's been at it for a year. The commercial? Okay. If it was in character, then the two characters are Tony Schiavone and Tony Khan. An announcer and the owner are not characters. So they shouldn't be in character at all. And if Tony Khan is a character, then he's made himself a character a year into this, which is not a good sign. After the worst tweet ever that he sent last week about beating NXT, like he's touting beating WWE's third brand. Now he's touting the fact that he could buy Impact Wrestling. Like he's he's a high school senior picking on an eighth grader with most of this stuff, like because he doesn't want to fuck with the college kids because the college kids would eat him alive. And then he'd go crying to his daddy and and be like, well, I got a football team to run. Like it's it's just that was a dumb. And first of all, why are you buying airtime on Impact Wrestling? Is that really going to boost the viewership of AEW? Of course not. Yeah. Not at all. Like, like, And you're promoting all these things that are going to happen on AEW this week and, and making your snidely. And, and, for, and like Tony Schiavone looks terrible. Like he looks old. He looks like he shouldn't be there you're on this young progressive wrestling product. Critique. And and he's only there because Cody loves him. And, and same with Jim Ross. Tony Khan looks like some straight out yuppie that somebody's dog would bite their ankles in a hotel lobby. Like he just looks absolutely terrible. And, and it's like you're putting and and the backdrop was horrible. Like this is, and, and if anything, the NWA should be like, yo, you ripped off our gimmick from a year ago with the old school commercials. Like it was just, it did nothing for me. Nothing. Some of the schematics that I think of impact as far as a little bit more on the hokey side. Uh, But I do think I absolutely agree as far as, and I call them the Tonys now. I think they're, that's just me. I'm going to call them the Tonys, but um, because they did seem like this little duo that was meant to very much downplay uh, and almost just have very snide comments about impact. And I don't know if it was meant to come off as sarcastic or funny and it didn't come off as anything, but just, but just kind of snide. And so that's really more one, you got to focus more on the delivery. You got to think, you know, if it was meant to be funny, you know, what about the delivery? Could you have changed about it? Um, But also, you know, is this something this is this a Tony Khan that we're supposed to see on a more regular basis? So we don't see this Tony Khan on AEW. He's always behind the scenes. So we have not seen this, you know, by impact wrestling. But, you know, now now it seems like this could be the start of more of a Tony Khan, the character. And I think he's always played back and forth on whether he had wanted to be on screen. It's only been a year. And he's already going to be an on-screen character. Hey, like, you know, it's only I'm, been a year. Just, I'm just here to present some of the facts and and you know these these types. And of I'm just here to because bitch about them. Like, oh, I know, no, no, <sighs> I, I just, I don't. I think if anything, there was a lot of people who were hoping to see Tony Khan the character right from the get-go. You know, and, and I understand what you've said too in general about AEW that there's certain things that you are surprised take as long as they do because of the fact that you view this 
as, you know, a, a vanity project for them. That now Kenny Omega is AEW champion. And it took him, you know, a little over a year when most people thought he was going to get the first opportunity of that. Same thing with the Young Bucks, that they weren't the, the first tag team champion. So it does seem like, yes, there are elements where you know they're going to have some of this involvement in storyline, but it's taking, uh, a, you know, whatever they classify as, as time for this. It's not necessarily years down the road, but it wasn't on the get-go. So that, in some ways, doesn't surprise me, this timeline, because we've seen that they're at least taking some time to integrate themselves into to these stories or to these championships. But again, the fact that you're introducing this on impact television and not AEW television, that's confusing because now AEW fans are going to start to, to wonder, because that's really who, you know, those new viewers and the people who came on board are AEW fans or, you know, and impact wrestling fans are likely already watching AEW. So you know, I, I think it's weird that they kind of, if this is the way that they panned it out, God only knows, because they, you know, you know don't, we don't really know. But if, if they are kind of introducing more of this snide uh, boss in Tony Khan, I don't think the delivery was that great. And I don't think this was the right time to do it. Um, it does not, nope. just, just, you know, take some take some acting classes or something, you know, like I, I think everyone has room to grow. I think everyone could get to that level, but this is just not... It's You're nice. so nice. You're so nice. Tony's never going to get to that level. Tony's never going to be Vince. Like Vince can take acting classes. It's it's. Uh. But I think it's also very different people too. You know, I feel like both men come from very different circumstances and very different views on professional wrestling. And even just they grew up in two very different times of wrestling. Yeah, Vince so, bought it from his dad. Tony Khan's dad gave it to him. That's the only difference. Well, like, I, you know, but I think Vince came from uh, the, the territory days, a very different structure and understanding of wrestling. Um, whereas Tony Khan's grown up in a very different environment. And also his involvement in wrestling has been a lot later in life where Vince really, truly grew with it. So, again, that's just more of like why I think it absolutely came more natural to Vince McMahon. And if anything, it's the extension of who you are. The best characters are an extension of who you are. I think that Tony Khan would have to learn and grow into that, but also take some acting. I don't know. You know, like I, think, I have a feeling. I think if this is something, the direction they're going in, it doesn't hurt to take some acting classes. My inkling is that what we saw was an extension of who he is, sadly. I don't know. So I can't, I can't. I can't say, but yes, there's this commercial plugging and everything for that's happening uh, on Wednesday night on, on Dynamite. Uh, and again, alluding to the fact that uh, they may be interested in, you know, looking at some of Impact's tag teams. They talked about AEW having a healthy tag division and that Impact has some tag teams that they may look at. Now, this does help fuel some buzz around impact wrestling, having some kind of crossover with AEW specifically in the tag division that we may see a impact tag team come and do a one-off uh, on AEW. And that seems to, to fuel it in your thoughts, you know, what would, you know, who would be kind of the best tag team right now in, in impact to kind of, 
cross promotion to go over to, to AEW uh, to, to wrestle. It doesn't matter who I think is going to be the best tag team to go over because that's the North, but the North isn't buddy, buddy with everybody. It's the good brothers who are buddy, buddy with everybody. The crossover is going to be the good brothers and the motor city machine guns because the good brothers have the bullet club connection and the machine guns, the bucks love them. Like that's what this is. That that's if anything, we might get lucky and FTR show up at the next impact taping and have a match with the North. And that'll probably be the best match of any of this crossover. If any of it even really happens, but if anyone goes over to AEW, it's going to be the good brothers and it's going to be the machine guns. Cause they have the friendships. They have the, it's all friends wrestling. It's the vanity project. Like you gotta go back to what this is when we're making all those determinations. The North is the best crossover but they're not going to get it because they don't they're not buddy buddy with everybody and page is on the way his way out the door so it doesn't matter like it's just yeah and ftr specifically when they talked about kind of their dream matches uh, to have the north was number one on their on their list and so that definitely helps speculate and fuel a lot of this already but you're right as far as what signs are leaning to the good brothers seem to be the most kind of the best fit for this based off of the relationships that they already have with a lot of people within AEW and the same thing with the Motor City Machine Guns. And there um, was some, I don't think there were some appearances from AEW people on Talking Shop of Mania like mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's the Good Brothers and yeah, the Machine yes. Guns. And, you know, I I don't think even though I wish the North was part of it and I hope one day they are um, or, or somehow, like you said, maybe that crossover is from AEW to Impact. Uh, I don't think that's a bad case to have the Motor City Machine Guns or um, the Good Brothers on AEW. Because, again, you have more eyes on the Impact product. And, two, you know, those are really the three best tag teams within AEW right now. I mean, uh, Impact Wrestling right now. And, you know, AEW is just a goldmine for tag teams. That's that's their sweet spot. So if that's where the crossover happens, hey. But isn't know, that a problem? Think- like, if if – the good brothers go to impact or aid to go to dynamite and the machine guns go to dynamite. What about all the tag teams that we never see on dynamite already? Like mm-hmm. this is the, this is an ongoing problem with AEW to begin with. And so now we're taking one of your biggest weaknesses, a bloated roster that you don't feature enough on television and we're making it worse. Well, I don't think this is going to be a long-term, like, weekly thing. I think it really is going to be one-offs and just something that, you know, we have for a limited uh, amount of time. Um, Because ultimately, you know, uh, both the Motor City Machine Guns and and the Good Brothers are, you know, contractually staying at Impact or or with them. Um, And again, long-term, it doesn't quite that that can be very convoluted, but I, I do wish I agree, you know, that they really do need to look at their tag teams and, and again, just their entire roster and really look at, you know, who do they want to have on television and really start that process to bring up some people that they really showcase on dark to, you know, the, the weekly dynamite show. Cause that's also your, your other problem too. Dark is now like three hours. Because they have so many people. 17 matches last week, 16 matches this week. And Tony Khan himself said in the past week, he should have cut people from the roster. Like, he's going to cut people. In the next year, they're going to release people. Like, he's basically said it. He's only waited because of COVID. And, yeah, that's nice of him. And and, and I'm sure the talent appreciates that he did it. But it's coming. Like, they have too much talent. He knows it. And so what do we do? Bring in more. 
Well, I think that it's going to be limited. I, I want to be optimistic on that. And that's still very, that's very groundbreaking to have that happen between two major promotions, uh, both airing on national TV. Yeah, and the it fact is. That it is. We didn't see it in the 90s at all when ECW went to, to Raw. Never happened. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Whatsoever. It's been a while since that's happened. It's not groundbreaking, uh, though. It's a yet another. Well, thing I would say off. I would say that it's it's something that in the past twenty years is fairly groundbreaking. Something that now with the dynamic that we have in wrestling is groundbreaking because I don't think we ever thought we would see it again once WWE became you know the the only. I don't think we ever thought really with another major promotion out there that they would be partnering the way that they are. So with the way that history has rolled out, I think it's groundbreaking that you look at what's happened and the fact that it's happening again after really the only other time in history that it's happened with WWE and ECW, you know, well, WWE bought out ECW. So who else was going to do it? It's very obvious that WWE is not going to do it. Um, as, as much as, you know, they, they put out kind of messages of, of well-being and fairness and all that to others, um, they will never, ever do this at, at that level. Um, even in NXT, you know, I mean, we, they had that brief partnership with Evolve where we saw some of their content on the, the network, but then they just really did it. They just bought them out. So it, well, it's Evolve not in a way to diminish. Evolve died financially. And we've seen Liger. Happened. We saw Liger at a takeover. If WWE ever partners with anybody, it'll be New Japan uh, as a yeah. big middle finger to AEW. Since they want to partner with New Japan, it'll never happen, especially now that they're partnering with Impact. But I laugh at the word partner because they're not really partnering with anybody. They're using them to just fill their stupid little vanity. And a year from now, Tony Khan's going to be tweeting about ratings against NXT. And the same people that care about Impact today are going to care about Impact in a year. Like it's... Is, is there's nothing to this in the long run. Like it just, I want to come back in December of 2021 and talk about what this accomplished. I mean, if the world hasn't exploded yet, then yes, let's mark it on our calendars uh, to, to come back this day in 2021 to reflect on AEW and this particular episode of impact wrestling and, and what has come of it. So put it on your calendars, everyone Mark it for December, 2021. I'm doing it right now. I'm you talk. I'm putting it on. Okay. Yes. Yes. So then we get into uh, the main segment for tonight. Uh, The, the final segment of tonight, of course they made you wait until the whole episode, which of course is duh. Um, Why wouldn't they? Uh, Josh Matthews, a commentator for Impact Wrestling, goes out to the bus to talk with Don Callis and Kenny Omega and tries to ask them, you know, after what happened last week on AW Dynamite, you know, trying to get some more questions. What, what is this alliance and partnership all about? What are they trying to accomplish? And that is where, as Greg mentioned earlier, Don Callis goes into a pretty rich history about his wrestling career, his relationship with Kenny, and kind of where Don has been planting the seeds over Kenny's career to help him um, throughout his career in 
finding the right opportunities, you know, helping get in line with the right promotions. And all of it came to a head last week during Dynamite. And now that they are on Don's home turf of impact, this is just another opportunity for Kenny to explore. And I keep calling it kind of the Thanos effect, where Kenny just wants to collect all of these championships. Uh, And I don't know, he does want to end wrestling, but I kind of joke, I mean, if his name's Kenny Omega. It's ending something. So I, I don't know. But uh, he is really looking at wrestling world domination. He's already been successful overseas. He's now had a, a successful uh, career in AEW. He is now the AEW uh, world champion in uh, the AAA Mega Campeon. Now, wait, is he going to look at Impact, other promotions, what is going to, to happen next? He, he wants to do it all. He wants to take it over. But a lot of the talking really came from Don Callis and, and his um, explanation of his partnership and in his relationship with Kenny, which also, too, as you alluded to, you know, not very many people probably knew about until last week and then more in depth this week. So really, I mean, we'll finally go into kind of the, the meat and potatoes of this. What were your thoughts on this final segment um in which don and and kenny spoke about you know kenny's career but also you know this this alluding to kind of a bigger plan of being a world champion and collecting all of the championships first of all the initial focus was changing the nameplate this tiny little nameplate with a tiny little screwdriver and and then calling moxley ambrose Yep, they did and referring to, to Josh Matthews as a Stamford stooge and and basically rewriting their entire history to fit this one moment and and telling Josh Matthews to go back to the place he came from and not talking about the commentary booth, talking about WWE, talking about Tough Enough, which Ambrose wasn't even a part of, like and, and bringing up the Lex Express and then saying back to Stamford kid, like it's just how unimportant you make everything else seem when you do so much about WWE in your promo that's really supposed to be about Impact Wrestling and AEW. And then Omega just starts cutting his promo wanting to collect all the titles. And, and maybe this one will look good. Oh, there's an X Division. You're collecting all the titles that sit below the company that you're still trying so hard to poke the dragon of. Like, that you're afraid to go to because you realize you might crack the Intercontinental title picture if you went there. And, and that's, that's some deep analysis, Greg, like that's some, that's like, but that's you the, pay that's, someone $50 an hour right? for that but kind that's of analysis. Like Kenny Omega has a, a, a big fish in a small pond complex. Like he didn't want to go there again. He almost signed with impact, which wouldn't have fit. It would have been weird. And, and the whole thing was just like, it was just there to, to, to stroke Kenny Omega's ego. Like it was just him. Again, Tony Khan letting him do what he wants to do. Like, they literally arranged this whole thing just for Kenny Omega. Like, that was obvious. And, and sitting in the bus and calling. And, of course, they had to do the bus because they filmed it on Saturday in Nashville. And, and all the other stuff was taped long before that. And so they'd have to retcon some stuff. <sighs> Here's the bigger problem that I had with it. And one of the biggest problems I had with this whole entire episode. Before Josh Matthews even made it out to the bus. They pulled down their pants and took a giant shit on their world champion. They made Rich Swan Okay. If Rich Swan were in AEW, we would be lucky to see him on Dark. 
And they made Rich Swan look like a guy who we'd be lucky to see on Dark. Like they completely yes. trashed their world champion. And and it's it's now if he were to show up on Dynamite, if you're hearing this on Thursday and he showed up on Dynamite and took out Kenny Omega, then they just made a star out of Rich Swan. But I don't think that's going to happen. And and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But my God, like you just, you're letting, and that's what's, what's wrong with all this. This makes Dixie Carter look competent for hiring Hulk Hogan because Hogan and Bischoff didn't bury the entire company their first day in. Like they actually tried to make it better. And, and this did nothing to make impact wrestling better and did everything to stroke the ego of AEW and this interview, this promo. And here's the other thing. Don Callis's contract is up in January yes, and he's going to go to AEW and work and with his buddy. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah, is not, that, that's, that's why so I put it on it, my calendar. We're going to talk about it in a yeah. year and we're going to laugh and you're going to tell me I was right. Like this so, is horrible. And that promo was the worst thing they could have done. And anybody who was tuning in because of it will probably be turned off because of it. So I do want to take a step back. So going back to what Greg was mentioning uh, with the Rich Swan segment. So for those who didn't watch, Rich Swan was about to leave the building and there was a security guard uh, at the door stating that Rich couldn't go through this way. He had to be on the list. Um, and security guard, by the way, despite the lack of any type of chin, was a foot taller than rich Swan, your world champion and Swan, your world champion could literally do nothing about this guy. Nothing whatsoever. I are, I have my issues. I've talked about this when is your, even just this week, I brought up the same point, uh, about, Rich Swan. He kind of got, he kind of looked at me like I was doing some deep cuts to Rich Swan, and it's nothing against Rich Swan, but the fact that you now have Kenny Omega and Rich Swan, you're trying to put them in this playing field as world champions, like impacted it to themselves. I, and I said, if, you know, say someone else was a world champion, say, you know, Eric Young, um, even an Eddie Edwards, uh, you know, someone, uh, a moose. You know, that there was someone different in that role right now. I think that would that whole scene would have translated a little differently. But um, I, I digress. So as as he's about to leave and he wants to leave, the security guard tells him, sorry, you can't. The world champion has reserved the whole lot. He said, I am the world champion. And. The security guard says the A W. No, you're not. Can you make it? No, yes. you're not. So literally, a security guard tells Rich Swan, "No, you're not the world champion." Even though this is on Impact show, so that was a very confusing moment for me. Where that's happened on Impact, where you literally had a nobody security guard tell your world champion he can't go through these doors because he's not on this list. Security guard who also didn't know who Josh Matthews was. Yes. And and then you have just Rich Swan getting so frustrated he just leaves. So that's some weird ass booking of your world champion, who's ultimately too a huge underdog. Yes, but you don't have to do that in literally every sense of his of his being, where he's an underdog story to a security guard and the Lex Express in, in your in your parking lot. Like storyline continuity, I can appreciate, but this could be one moment where you kind of disregard some of that underdog story. (coughs) 
But you know what? Greg makes a good point. Will it happen? Probably not. But if we saw a Rich Swan Kenny Omega confrontation where Rich Swan got the upper hand on, on Kenny Omega, even for five seconds, Rich Swan's a made man. But is AEW going to allow that? Oh, hell no. AEW is so, not going to let one of the shining stars of 205 Live destroy their champion on Dynamite. Like, it's just... No. This is the problem with having Rich Swan as your world champion, by the way. Um, th- that's a whole different story. And, and different yeah, story. maybe Najir was like, why are you cutting down Rich Swan? I'm cutting down Rich Swan because he's not a world champion. I love Rich Swan. I've talked to him. I've had him on the shows in the past. I, I'm, I'm good friends with his wife. Like, it's, it's just there's nearly anybody in that company who would have been better suited to be world champion during this than Rich Swan. And... This is this whole thing is going to be the detriment of Impact Wrestling, but it might hurt Rich Swan more than anybody, and that's just yeah. you know you're just devaluing your world title more than you already have over the past twelve months, and some of it not your own fault either with Impact yeah. Wrestling. But I mean, dude, my goodness, why? It just when I saw that, I was just through the roof about how stupid this whole thing was like I, and i hadn't even seen the 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 promo yet with with omega and matthews and don Callis, but i was just like i can't believe what they just did to rich swan like mm-hmm. go watch youtube videos of people's shock and awe that roman reigns entered that royal rumble at number 30 that's how i felt about what they did to rich swan the only difference is my reaction was well-deserved. Like it was just insane. And I couldn't, as somebody who's followed this and covered this and does it at a local level, like if I ever did that to my champion, I'd probably never be allowed back in my own building. Yeah. You would never be allowed to touch that IZW world championship. I take it away now. I wouldn't give this to Rich Swan. Oh, Wow, that's I wouldn't a- have given it to him last week, and I definitely won't give it to him after what just happened. Like, damn! It's just- so I do want to go back to something that you talked about earlier um, with a lot of the digs to WWE, and I felt like a lot of this promo was probably at least a solid 30, 40% of this felt like more energy to the door towards WWE than it was trying to support impact. They talked more about WWE than they talked about impact. And that too is what what is that about when when you use someone else's airtime to just bash WWE? Now I get it that they're not on the best terms or whatnot, but the fact that you use that airtime instead of t- trying to help convey the story or really what what is the deeper relationship between AEW and Impact, and you use half of it to kind of just take digs at WWE again. You talk about not having, not starting a war that you're doing this for yourself or what, but literally you, you spent a good portion of a promo bashing WWE. Yeah. And why again, like this whole, I mean, I was one of those staunch defenders at the beginning to say, you know what, AEW is doing it for themselves or they're, they're really in this for themselves and not to have a war, not to start anything with, with WWE, but all of the actions that they've taken over the past year indicate they do care about the WWE. They care about ratings. They, they care do. about internet buzz. They care about social media followings and they care about their reputation in comparison to WWE. 
And so that's why they took, you know, time instead of focusing on a fairly innovative partnership, alliance, whatever you want to call it, relationship, you know, whatever, instead put the attention on, on WWE for and really enough of the people, the the those who watch AEW and Impact to know that those digs are aimed at WWE. Many, many people who are fans of both have been fans of WWE at some point of time. So oh, yeah. they understand those those digs fairly well. So they, you know, again, there was just some oddness in it. Now, Impact has, has had some jabs at WWE too in the past, but I feel like they've done it in a way that's more humorous and, and kind of just not so off-putting and just comical. And so, you know, and I'm not here to kind of also put that, you know, of course, Impacts has done those types of things, too. But I think that it's done in a more satirical way than it is in a way to, like, literally try and do those jabs. And, of course, it's all came from Don Callis, you know, like, really, like, he was the one engineering all of this. So I know, too, there's lots of rooted history there, too, that's a, a bit more personal. But, again, you you pull away from what is the true intention of this. So you're, I feel like there was so many mixed signals throughout this show about what is the goal of this? What are you doing all of this for? Um, is it going back to, to what we talked about earlier, vanity project slash, you know, this good and warm, fuzzy feeling when you help the less fortunate? Uh, it's, it's the season of giving, right? So why don't you, that, that's like, you know, their goodwill for the year, helping out Impact Wrestling. Each year, a promotion is going to receive the benefit of partnership. You know, it's almost like the Angel Network. Of Every year, wrestling. a promotion will receive the benefit of partnership with AEW. And the year after, they will thoroughly regret it. <laughs> Ooh, um, but, but yeah, you know, is it now the introduction of Tony Khan of a, uh, as a character? Are we actually going to see actual partnership with within matches and crossover matches um you know is is this really the the beginning of the end of don Callis's role at impact to aew i mean there's a lot of more questions and answers that i felt and honestly i could see why that being that being their intention you know leaving the buzz up but these are not the right questions we want to have where we're questioning the entire partnership. We want to have the intrigue about what's next, not why. And so I feel like that wasn't thoroughly addressed tonight. I don't think it's going to be addressed on Dynamite, and I don't think it ever really will be addressed um, at all. I think it just, it for me, a lot of this felt like AW taking the time to to help this uh you know small go getter company that's really trying their best and, and they did really you really think play. that like did you actually yes. really think that I I I don't mean it though in this way that uh, I mean it more in a condescending way like I feel like they feel a lot of things I felt tonight were very condescending the <sighs> approach and kind of the communication that was never from AW that was never to, their to intention or their goal this was purely vanity just like everything else has been vanity and the reason why so much of the focus was on wwe is because if you looked at their top three goals in aew it's vanity project it's prove wwe wrong and it's vanity though like i think that's involved in the ego of vanity of oh you know i'm so nice i'm so and i don't know maybe it's because you've never been a mean girl or have experienced a mean girl but like that's kind of the reverse psychology of being a a mean girl of like i'm so great and i'm so nice and i'm so caring 
that I'm going to help you out. Like that's what the entire fight. So it's, it is a, an, a, a deep level of vanity that you kind of get so entranced in your own bullshit that you feel like you're actually doing something good when all you're doing is feeding your own ego ego like that is that is part of vanity so i think we're talking about two similar yeah, things but probably. it is almost very different aspects of, of vanity where i i think that it was more of a condescending tone but i feel like they Absolutely. truly believe that they're helping them but in this they can't possibly they think are. they're helping them like they can't I believe they think they're helping them and they I actually are like, I, like i guarantee yeah. you they got a boost in, I, yeah, in numbers this week and i know I that 100 the, the twitch that stream like topped them. out at thirty-two thousand people and i don't think it's ever even been over ten thousand. and hey mm-hmm. that's great that's like a, a smidgen of who watches Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, by the way, and who watches Dynamite, and who even tunes into Dark on YouTube. Like, it's just... And, and who knows what it'll do for the access numbers, because those aren't reported in Nielsen ratings, so we don't really see those. But I'm sure Meltzer will tell us what they were, because he'll make it up. But it's just... Man, I, I wish I could fast forward a year and just see how yeah. this accomplished nothing and and maybe i and this is again i've said it before whenever i have these opinions and i'll say it again i truly hope i'm wrong yeah i really do i truly hope something happens a rich swan comes out of this thing looking like a million bucks i do because it's there it writes itself Mm -hmm. but lots of things write themselves and, and never take place like i just and I follow up on the tweet Tony Khan sent last week about how great the episode of Impact was. And he ends it with like, and we beat the competition. And then he listed the ratings for AEW and NXT. So he basically said our competition is NXT. Your competition is WWE's third tier brand that is following a 15 year plan to build up the company in general, not win a ratings war in 2020. Like it's just... It's like you're fighting a war that doesn't even exist. Like it, it's just the silliest thing ever. And and man, like Tony Khan and AEW and everybody there is just like this. You could do an, an entire psychology curriculum on how truly fucked up all of them are, and 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 what this has shown and what this has exposed them over the past 14 months that this company's been in existence. And what's crazy is that we've gotten all this in just 14 months. Like. If it lives to five years, imagine what we're going to see in five years. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Here's well, the I, I'm sorry. Go but, ahead. Uh, no, no, no. I, you know what? Um, you're going to wish I hadn't said anything right now because, you know what? We are bringing back a fan favorite. Oh, and uh, that is, well, the hashtag Miranda writes. Hang on. I got I got to I'm so worked up. I wasn't nowhere near the sound bites. No, well, I don't think you ever. knew that I was going to. I do didn't. This, That's but, kind of the point of no. the of the Miranda rights, and I got to find yes. the the Miranda rights sound bite. Okay. All right. I, I'm just going to yes. put this out there right now. After the Miranda rights, I've got one of my truly bold, asinine statements that unfortunately sometimes comes true. Okay, we will get to that in a second. But for those of for those of you who are newer, of course, we haven't brought the hashtag Miranda rights in quite some time, but it's because I like to save them for episodes just as, as rare as this. 
Um, this is when I pretty much force Greg to do whatever I say or want. So Greg has the right to remain silent. However, anything he says can and will be used against him. And, you know, Greg has been very passionate throughout this entire episode and really this his entire life uh, about AEW, uh, the, those who run the company, this partnership uh, or ship or whatever this is with Impact Wrestling. But you know what? There's always two sides to every story. There's always two perspectives. And I know deep down, Greg has some positive feelings about this and feels like there's some great things that are coming out of this. So as part of this week's show, I am going to require Greg to say five nice things about this partnership or AEW. I'm going to be very lenient. Five nice things about the partnership between Impact Wrestling and AEW, this week's episode of Impact, and or, and you cannot use, and it has to be the scenes in Impact that actually involved AEW, so the three that Damn we it. talked about, yes, because you cannot say uh, there was a great match between Josh Alexander and Chris Sabin, that does not count. But um, there was. And In fact, well, everything good impact. about this episode of Impact Wrestling was Impact Wrestling, not yes. AEW. Very true, but doesn't count. I know, I know. Uh, and AEW. So those are your three areas. Five nice, positive things. So Kenny Omega is a really good professional wrestler who can put on really good matches. Just ask him. He will tell you, as he did during this promo. And Don Callis is a really good talker and a really good manager. And... The, and, and and displayed his skills at delivering a promo very well. During, that, that I will allow. That during, also during counts as one, though. So the Oh, no, that's two different things. Kenny Omega no, those and Don are, different people. But that was in one segment. So And this is also the hashtag Miranda writes. So I am uh, counting that as one. Okay, okay. Uh, Impact Wrestling delivered some very well-produced promo packages during the program. I'm sorry, AEW delivered some very well-produced promo packages during the, the program that you know, showed they're much better than Impact Wrestling, and 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 really sold hard for the upcoming episode of Dynamite that's gonna that took place on Wednesday. Um, let's see, that's how many is that now? That's, that's two. Shit. Okay. Um. So Josh Matthews did a really good job of wearing the exact same clothes that he wore two months ago when the Impact segments were filmed to wear again to make it look like he was going into the bus at the same time that all these wrestling matches were taking place. Uh, very good know, attention that's... to detail and and very well placed and, and, and very well done. Look, you just said I had to say five good things about the AEW segments. And I'm saying five good things about the AEW segments. Um, I thought that Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone did a great job of establishing the character that Tony Khan's a raging prick. And, and I mean, perfectly, perfect delivery on that character development. And, and, and if that's what they're going for, nailed it. And I mean, and, and honestly, you know, they, uh, they did a really, really good job reminding everybody that, you know, John Moxley was a talent grown by WWE by continuing to call him Dean Ambrose on impact wrestling and and using that to establish Kenny Omega's heel character that all the AEW fans are super excited to see back because to them the cleaner is back and and well who can't be excited about that 
you saved the last one, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it because you know of course these are always opportunities for Greg to to really lay thick on the sarcasm. But that literally is going to be the nicest thing I know he's going to say about any of this ever. So probably that's what that's what we get. But you know what? Because there is some niceness to it. Again, I, I do feel like there was a lot of uh, hype that was surrounding this episode that I think contributed to uh, some some positive um, viewership. And as Greg did allude to, there was some great wrestling on this week's impact. Um, so I feel like if for those who are wrestling fans, you had a little bit of taste of everything. You had, of course, singles action. You had um, the, the knockouts tag team tournament, uh, the, the final round of, of the uh, first round uh, happening and or the finals or last team of that. And the last match of the first round. Yeah. Last, last match, match of the, of the first, first round. round. Um, Already yeah. better than the shit dynamite AEW did earlier in the year, which by the way, what have the winners of that accomplished since then? Oh, nothing. They've had some great matches on, on dark. dark. Yeah, yes, dark. on dark. Sitting there with Rich Swan on uh, dark. That's amazing. Jesus. But uh, again, going back to the positive things that we we saw a great uh, wrestling on Impact that hopefully you know allowed some newer fans to see that there's some some fantastic wrestling on Impact, um, and you know some some good storytelling that did occur. Again, a lot of this is on the Impact side, uh, so yes. we will see what what holds. I mean, by the time this airs, we'll already have had AW Dynamite air, but you know, again. I think that sometimes these big uh, disruptions within the wrestling world can be a positive thing. It's the execution of how these happen that make all the difference. And it's the most important question in wrestling. The most important question in wrestling that's been asked for, for generations that I ask myself when I book my own wrestling shows. And, and if you don't explore this question when you do something, it comes back to bite you later. The most important question in wrestling is what next? And if they don't have a good answer, this thing is screwed. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. They they did a damn good job generating a buzz for Impact Wrestling. They they probably got more viewers for this episode of Impact than they ever have since Anthem took over the company. And, and maybe years before. But at what cost? Jeff Jarrett, Dixie Carter, mm. the Harris Brothers, Billy Corgan, all could not kill... TNA or Impact Wrestling, Tony Khan and AEW just might. And that's a very bold prediction. So that too is going back to, you know, is AEW truly helping the wrestling community? Are they helping pro wrestling? They're helping themselves. They don't, they're helping pro wrestling is their gimmick in AEW. Mm -hmm. It is a gimmick. Again, and that that's what I'm alluding to. Now you get it. Now you get it. And I'm, uh, I don't even know if it's a gimmick. I think I think there's a sense of where I think they truly feel like they're helping. Okay. It is part so of he, this. So here's the problem with that. Oh, my God. You just said something that might have opened up a, a Pandora's box that we could talk about for an entire year. What In professional wrestling, if something is your gimmick and you truly believe it, you're doing the worst thing you could possibly do. You are working yourself. 
And if they're working themselves, this thing is never going to work. And when I say this thing, I mean AEW. Like, it's... The rise and fall of AEW is going to be an amazing thing to watch on the WWE Network <laughs> at some point and someday. That's, that's, I think Greg will be on that. I will uh, cover it that. in great so, like, detail. He's, he's, he's ready for it. You know, I, I think I view it in a little bit more optimistic way, but I do also agree that I don't think there, I, I believe that they believe that this is beneficial, not out of malice, but I think that they view the, the business in a very different way now and that's also what started AEW was looking at the business in a different perspective and thinking that it could work and I think that it can work in a different way but I think it's the again the execution of what we saw tonight on impact to me just did not leave a favorable impression I still think that there's a lot of potential and a lot of great things that can happen but I just felt like AEW came in and was just tried to diminish and just kind of, you know, almost kind of mock uh, Impact Wrestling. And I think, and I don't know, I mean, Impact Wrestling's built such a good thing too. I don't think they need to go to that level where if, you know, it's showing them in, in a negative life, they don't have to do that. You know, you deserve better, girl. You don't need him. You know, like that, I, I feel like that's a conversation I may need to have with Impact Wrestling if it gets to be this bad, where it's like, he's not treating you right, girl. You know, like, he, <laughs> like I hope that doesn't happen. But if that's a conversation I need to have with them, then I will. You um, should. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how that's going to work. But we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. We will we will do that. But I, I hope that is not the conversation we have this time next year of Impact Wrestling. You need to leave him. He's no good for you. You deserve that. Oh, they won't still be together. I mean, this is yeah. this thing's done by January. I mean, it's so, yeah, there, there's a lot. So that's why we gave you our social media handles earlier uh, to let us know your thoughts on this week's impact wrestling, the partnership with AEW. And of course the AEW segments on impact wrestling again, at the hashtag Miranda at the chair shot gray and at chair shot media uh, to let us know your thoughts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. But up next, Greg, we well, we got to pay some bills. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head and that does it for another edition of the hashtag Miranda show this was a long well it wasn't even that long but it felt long because we were really on one topic but a very you know passionate topic one that we were just 
on edge to talk about and one that kind of combined some of the, you know, biggest elements of our fandoms together. So uh, I'm sure we will be discussing this more throughout the next few weeks, even possibly the next few months, but who knows? The only way you're going to find out is listening to the hashtag Miranda show, which you can find on your favorite podcast streaming platform and thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yes. Uh, if you are interested in knowing some of our thoughts on NXT War Games and also the return of Sting, well, you can catch that on this week's Greg DeMarco show uh, that's featured Greg DeMarco, myself, and Patrick O'Dowd. Um, really fun discussion uh, on NXT War Games. Um, and yeah, we do talk some some uh, AEW, but really kept the focus on the return of Sting, which was another big part of last week's Winter is Coming. Um, and I think you'll be surprised about some of our thoughts um, on that. I would say there's a little bizarre world happening. Yeah, there you might be. Now that I think about it, you'd be surprised by if you listen to this show, then go listen to that one. You'd be really surprised by my thoughts. That's yes. For sure. So go ahead and do that. And of course, listen to the fantastic podcasts that are part of the Cheer Shot Radio Network. Um, of course, you have pro wrestling, but you also have sports um, and pop culture fandom all available um, as podcasts there. Don't forget, if you are listening to this, say through Spotify or Google iTunes, you can subscribe, rate and review. So you can subscribe to get notifications every time a new episode of the hashtag Miranda show drops. You can review and you can rate I love a five-star rating, just throwing that that out there. Um, but as Greg has mentioned, leave a one or a five, no room for in-betweens. Because apparently that, that's, that's a Patrick thing. I, I just want the five. Oh, that's Patrick. Yes. Patrick's <laughs> the one that told people to leave us a one-star review, not me, not you. That's Patrick go down. Patrick go down, yes. But uh we well, you know, I will be back next week. I have something very special uh, in store. Uh, just teasing it yet. Uh, just just little things uh, here and there I'll be doing. But uh, I'll be back next week to explore more topics in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I mean, Greg, big, big, any final thoughts on, on this week's topic? Just wait and see that I'm right. Let's see. Yeah, we will have to to wait and see. So we'll just leave it at that. Again, follow us on social media at the hashtag Miranda at uh, Chairshot Greg and at Chairshot Media. Visit thechairshot.com. Do all the the fun things. I do want to do a one one last plug uh, for something uh, that I will be part of, though very briefly, but still be a part of. This Saturday, it's December twelfth. We are doing a live stream, part of LuchaCentral.com. The Lucha Central Weekly Podcast team is going to be doing a live stream of Triple Mania. Um, and again, implications on the wrestling world because AAA Mega Campion Kenny Omega will be facing AAA Cruiserweight Champion Laredo Kid um, in in his defense of the AAA Mega Campion Championship. So, um, will we see Kenny retain the Mega Campion Championship? Who knows? As Greg Shea said, no. So many implications on that. That would be another big thing. We talked about this recently on the Lucha Central podcast, what that means, uh, because Laredo Kid is also uh, a AAA champion and also working actively with MLW. So um, we we do see those those things crossing over. 
already. But uh, I will be a part of the live stream. Uh, Brendan Barr, Dusty Murphy, and some of the other podcasters from the Lucha Central Podcast Network are going to be on the live stream. So go check out luchacentral.com. There's a link that will take you to the Lucha Central YouTube page for the live stream. So if you are a fan of Lucha Libre or you're open to watching Lucha Libre, maybe this will be your first time watching uh, Lucha Libre. Uh, Triple Mania is a great event to start some fantastic matches up ahead. Um, and we're going to be sharing our thoughts live. So check it out. Saturday, December 12th, it's going to be starting, uh, I believe at about 6 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. That's uh, 7 p.m. Central and that is going to be 5 p.m. Pacific time. That was a lot to remember with all those times. Which would be 8 o'clock Eastern, just, just saying. Yeah, just just tune in. It's 6, 7, 8. Figure out where you are in that spectrum uh, of stuff. But uh, uh, make sure, again, luchacentral.com, your centralized place for all things Lucha Libre, and the Lucha Central YouTube page for the live stream. So a big thank you to my co-host, Greg DeMarco. A big thank you to those who listen to this show and also watch this uh, through the Cheer Shots YouTube page. Again, I always immensely appreciate uh, the listeners of this show and anyone who really just takes the time, especially this week. It was it was some tough conversations and maybe some things that you agree on and maybe some things you don't. But hey, that's my opinion because it's it's my show. Yeah, I don't even have to whisper it because it's my show mine so you know if you want to express your opinions differently uh feel free to do that on social media have your own podcast if you have your own podcast that's also great for you too uh because podcasting is awesome so um that, that's great for everyone but a big thank you to those who listen and watch the show whether it was your first time or maybe uh you've you've been a listener before a big big thank you this year has been crazy busy and so much going on and this podcast has been one of the best outlets for me personally. So for anyone who takes the time to listen to this, uh, a big, a big, big thank you. So I will be back next week with more for you. So make sure you stay tuned and don't forget to always keep it soft style. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.